Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of Psalms 84, verse 10. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we can hear your word this time, Father God. And we pray that, Lord, touch us accordingly, Father God. Revive us, Heavenly Father. Mold us, shape us, make us the vessels that you want us to be. Thank you, Father God, for each and every listener. And I bring them unto you that, Lord, touch them accordingly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today, the question at hand is, where are the doorkeepers? Where are the doorkeepers? In this uh, verse, we see a psalmist is writing that he better spend like one day in the courts of God than thousand elsewhere. He says he would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So these are just so profound words to show that the presence of God is everything to the psalmist, to show that he cherish the presence of God. So that's why he says, I can rather choose to be a doorkeeper. I choose the job that looks as if maybe it's underestimated or is underrated, but actually being a noble office. So now here, the psalmist, which I believe that the people who wrote this um, psalm are the sons of Korah. Sons of Korah were appointed by David to be the doorkeepers. One may ask and say, who's Korah? If we go back, we find that Korah was like under the rulership of Moses. He was a guy who despised the leadership, the authority of Moses at some point. He was questioning that why is Moses being the only one who like does the incense because he says everyone can do the incense. So now because the heavens are always listening, now God, I will say like punished, but like the earth like opened and swallowed Korah. So the earthquake came and took Korah. But what I like is that the sons of Korah they changed the story. The sons of Korah didn't say because the father like, didn't follow, submit well to Moses, and they also continue with that pattern. But they changed the pattern, which is also a lesson unto us that we have the power to change patterns. Patterns in our families that are not like praising God, we can change them. We can decide that the bugs stop here. We can decide that all what doesn't glorify God can stop with us and we can decree and declare that it doesn't go to our next generation. It doesn't go to our children. All the generational curses, all the things that are not of God, we have the power because when we come to God, God breaks all the chains, breaks all those curses. So he is a God 
of new beginnings so we can start a new chapter just like the sons of Korah they started a new chapter although the father was despising the authority themselves they chose to be doorkeepers that's why they even write as much as they appreciate the presence of God they also like a write down to say they will rather be doorkeepers they will rather be just at the entrance of the house of God than being in the tents in the with, with the wicked ones so now it tells us their determination it tells us that they really cherished the presence of God by then the function of the doorkeepers was quite like an intense one because they were responsible for opening and closing also of the temple so they will be there in the beginning and also be there at the end and also it was their responsibility to watch over the treasures of the temple so they will be the one who are looking over who are watching that all things are done accordingly that all things are in their position in the house of the lord they were also like responsible for collecting all the offerings all the first fruits they will be the one who collects that so it needed like also a noble character so that they can be good toward uh, towards what they've given unto them towards the purpose and the responsibility that has been given unto them from the book of first chronicles uh, 23 verse 5 we also read that doorkeepers were also worshipers so they were like a team with david they were also worshiping so they were worshipers so they were two doorkeepers and also being worshipers we also read like that they were supposed to be alert doorkeepers were supposed to be people who are always alert to see that things go well in the temple so today we still need doorkeepers that's why my question today is where are the doorkeepers because for the functioning of the temple for the functioning of the body of Christ for the functioning of the kingdom of God we need doorkeepers we need people who will be like at the gap who will be standing at the gap because you can see these people will be at the entrance they will be in between the presence and also in watching also the people who are coming from outside so they had that advantage of seeing what's inside and also see what's outside so they were like mediators in between so even today we need people who will stand in the gap who will see that in the temples like things are going accordingly who will see that in the body of Christ things are going accordingly we know that yes the holy spirit lives in us and is the omnipresent one but ourselves we are not omnipresent but we have the power of the holy spirit that resides in us so we can pray and change situations we can pray and change circumstances because what god has put in us is greater than we think so that's why today things are going wrong because we underestimate what is being put in us we underestimate the office of doorkeeping of gatekeeping of being a watchman because remember being a watchman or a gatekeeper or a doorkeeper 
doesn't only happen with the kingdom of God. Also the kingdom of the evil one because always the devil mimics what God does. Also there are doorkeepers, there are gatekeepers on their side. So if we don't stand up, although God has already given us the power, he has given us every victory, the victory is already with us. He has already equipped our hands to fight. He has also equipped our fingers. But now if like we neglect what we have, we will end up seeing the results that are not the expected ones, not because God hasn't done his part, not because it hasn't been finished as he said at the cross that it's finished. Everything has been finished. We are victorious. We are more than the conquerors, but the problem is that do we understand our position? Do we take our position? Do we take our stand? As doorkeepers, do we like do like our functions do we follow our functions because now if we neglect our function the enemy takes that as a privilege because with him he will be persistent with his gatekeepers with his doorkeepers and with his watchmen so that the children of god cannot proceed that we should know that victory is already with us is on our side. God is on our side and we are victorious already. This I will liken it that um, it's like a match. Maybe we say a soccer match and now you find that the victory is already there like the players are so equipped are so skilled and everything but now the goalkeeper is always off the pulse. The goalkeeper is not there at the polls. So if it's like that, although like the players have been given so much, but because there's no dog, no goalkeeper or a doorkeeper or a gatekeeper, now the opposition ends up like finding a way to score, ends up finding a way to win while it's not supposed to be like that. So that's why today I'm talking about the doorkeepers that we need People who will be goalkeepers, who will be doorkeepers, who will be gatekeepers, who are watchmen. And this can only be done in prayer. We need people who will be in prayer. And this is for everyone. Interceding is for everyone. I understand that there are people who are called like specifically for interceding, but I believe that everyone is called to intercede. Everyone is called to stand on the gap. If we say we love God, if we say we love our Father, then we will do His will and we will want to see His kingdom prospering. So for us to see the kingdom prospering, it's for us to tell God, it's for us to ask. He says we don't have because we don't ask. So there are no people to ask. There are no people to stand on the gap. There are no people to who will say, God, we have done it wrong. Like we confess our sins. God, forgive us. There are no people who are there to say, God, show us the way. There are no people to say, God, strengthen us. There are no people to say that now, God, we're taking a new mile. Be with us. So now we need people 
who will speak the word because we should know that there is power in our words. We create with our words as we speak, as we pray, as we decree, as we declare. We are creating, but if our mouths are closed, we are not speaking life. We are not a decreeing. We are not declaring Nothing will be created because our words are seeds. So if we are not putting seeds, nothing will come out because we reap as we sow. So, but if we don't sow, nothing will come. Zero times zero is zero. So we need to put something, knowing that already we have won, but now ourselves is just to believe. And as we believe, we speak and believe, create and believe with our weights. Because that's the root. Even when we give our lives to Jesus, isn't it? We believe in our hearts and we confess with our mouth. So that's how we continue we believe and we confess and things are happening. So that's why we need doorkeepers who will believe and confess, like decree and declare things into existence. But now we miss those doorkeepers. That's why things are not going the way they are supposed to go. That's why it looks that now the enemy seem to take an upper hand. It's because the doorkeepers are not there. The sons of Korah who will say that I would rather be a doorkeeper are not there. There are no people anymore who are like Moses to say, I'll rather suffer affliction with the children of God than just being happy for a while. Most of the people now, they choose to be happy for a while. They choose to be in the tents of the wicked. They choose what pleases the flesh and what pleases the spirit is being neglected, is being despised. While life is in the spirit, all what we see now, it's the things that we have planted in the spirit. What you see today, it's what you have planted in the spirit. So that's why each and every day we should like be aware. It should be in our minds to say whatever I'm doing, it seeds for my future. So if we can have that in our mind, I think we will navigate our lives in a better way. Now, the sons of Korah here, they choose. They chose the best. They chose to say we will rather be in your courts. Just one day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. If you can just think uh, you compare one in thousand these are two different figures they are far apart but to show how they cherish being in the courts of god now they say just one day is much much better than a thousand elsewhere these are the people who are sold out these are the people who have a radical faith these are the people who mean business with God. And when you mean business with God, God will surely also mean business with you. Doorkeepers, we need them today.
We need doorkeepers who will pray. Pray for the fivefold. Pray for the apostles. Pray for the prophets. Pray for the evangelists. Pray for the pastors. Pray for the teachers. Pray for the intercessors. We need people who will be on their knees. We need people who will be crying, crying for the nations, crying for the countries, crying for the continents, crying for the world, crying for souls to say, If God is said you don't wish for even a single soul to perish, we are interceding that let the souls that don't know you get to know you. But people now are busy with other things other than concentrating on being doorkeepers. And this is an office for everyone to be a doorkeeper. Here are the sons of Korah. They chose to be doorkeepers they chose to say we will be at the entrance to see that inside the church of god inside the temple holiness is being kept that's why even when we read we read about uh, the son the grandson of Aaron Phineas who like a head like a people there were some israel men who like took a the the women like and lay with them like the Midianite women and lay with the woman in the church we read that Phineas took like a sword and stabbed those men because he wanted like to like keep that holiness he wanted to make the temple holy again so now he wanted like to take all what was not right like by destroying what is wrong so that what is good can prevail so that's why he did that because he was a doorkeeper as we read we find that he was a doorkeeper so he was watching that things should go well even when we read in the book of Ezekiel chapter 8 we read that now the people who in the temple they were doing incense like uh, for the idols and now we read that the glory departed because now they left their position they left the holy place so now as the glory like it departed it only took for them to reverse things and do things right and then two chapters after that we read that again the glory came in because make no mistake there's no glory to glory without holiness god demands holiness god demands that we become holy as he is holy so even like the doorkeepers were there to look that in the temple everything should like remain like consecrated everything should be set apart so even today we need doorkeepers who will pray to God who will be praying for the giants that God may raise giants whose heart are on God whose heart are so sold out to God whom like everything that they do they do because of God they are like mandate their motive will be like after the heart of God because we need people who have that the heart of god of saying everything that i do i want for the glory of god everything that i do i want that 
people may see the power, that people may see the glory, that people may exalt and give adoration unto the king because he's worthy of our praises. So that's why even today we need the doorkeepers. We need people who will be able like to make sure that everything goes right. Things now are going wrong because there's a lack of doorkeepers. I was just a reading online and my heart was so painful because it's someone that I knew. This is a guy who was like a called, has a calling of being a prophet, an office of a prophet. And now after he knew about the calling, he was looking like for people like to help him like in his calling. And unfortunately, it fell into the hands like of a, a false prophet. And the false prophet was there to initiate him. And now he was able like a, to even see but he, like he could prophesy, but the spirit was not the correct spirit. He was prophesying with the wrong spirit, but he will prophesy accurately. So this guy we met like a, um, on our prophetic uh, school. So now he was like a, explaining. He's a guy from Nigeria. So now he was explaining that uh, he had already had like a church. And now, but to him, it wasn't like well, it wasn't going well when he thinks that he didn't do things right. When he knew that he was not using the spirit of God. So every time he says after church, he will come back home being drained and crying and say, Lord, I cannot do this. I know my false spiritual father can go with this can continue with this and it doesn't seem to bother him but myself this bothers me i cannot continue fooling the children of god i cannot continue fooling the congregation that this is the spirit of god while it's not the spirit of god so he said he has been crying to god until god like talked to him and told him to stop everything so now when we met him, it was a three years that he had stopped because according to him, God told him to stop everything and stay for three years, just submitting and not having any congregation. So he said for the, the for that last three years, he wasn't like a leading any church, but he was submitting. And at that point now, it was a point of repentance. It was a point where like he was starting afresh, like now being in a prophetic class to say, let me do things right. So now we we're all like a praising God for the repentance, praising God for his testimony, praising God that he saw the light that he's now doing the right thing. So that was the good step. So now we're with him in those classes and the classes finish. And after that, with him, I never had like a, a contact. But now of recent, now, unfortunately, I saw him now online and now online being reordained being like anointed but being anointed by the same 
spiritual father that he was talking about that he's a false one is the one who initiated him but now he was being ordained in my heart i felt so much pain and it came to me that it's because of the lack of the doorkeepers i believe that this guy had the enthusiasm had that zeal of saying i want to serve god but i believe there was no one to hold him with a hand there was no one to guide him there was no doorkeeper to say this is the way walk in this way so now he saw the wider road being the best because the narrow the bible tells us that the narrow there are few who will follow the narrow so now when he saw that in the wider road it was easier maybe previously with his false spiritual father everything was easy maybe the money wise everything was fine everything was going well and now when he had to choose to say adrada be a doorkeeper it was difficult now when he had to choose that adrada enter with the narrow gate it was difficult now when he had to choose to say adrada suffer afflictions with the children of god than just being happy for a short while it was difficult to take a road and now chose the easier road but why is the problem the problem it's doorkeepers there are no doorkeepers there's a lack of doorkeepers there's a lack of gatekeepers there are no watchmen there are no people who are sitting in the gap there are no people who are standing on the gap there are no people who are praying there are no people who doesn't give god peace to say god you said in your way because he said we must remind him it doesn't mean that god doesn't know his promises he know his promises but he needs people who will remind him he needs people who will bow on their knees and pray unto god because if there's a man to pray there is god to answer but now there seem to be a lack on the men who are to pray men are busy with other things men have found other ventures men have found other responsibilities either than the responsibility of being a doorkeeper so it's in my heart to say today god is inviting god is calling for people who will rise up people who will stand in a gap people who will not be looking left or right but people who will be looking unto Jesus being the author and the finisher of the faith people who knows that promotion doesn't come from east or west it doesn't come from south or north but it comes from God and all what we can do is to look look up to God look up to the hills like David says where does my help come from my help come from the Lord so we need people who will know that their help comes from the Lord we need people who will stand in the gap and call for the help unto the Lord so that we can see that the kingdom of God is prospering so that we can see the will of God being done as it is in heaven so this is the message that the lord has placed in my heart today to say we need 
doorkeepers. We need gatekeepers. We need watchmen. God is calling for you and me. And this is not the message maybe of another person. This is your message. This is my message. Let's take the heed. Let's take this responsibility of kneeling down and calling unto God. And God will answer. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Please tune in again, same time, same place. Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom. Shalom.